It's like, I'm sure everybody has, you know, five to 10 probably ideas that they're like, that would make a great business. And then you don't go any further with it because, you know, what do you do? It would always be that moment at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night when you finish washing the last dish and you're exhausted where I would think like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's too hard. But then I would, you know. And so I guess it was sort of one of those dinner parties. I can kind of remember the one where I, I kind of thought after like, there must be an easier way. Have you ever had an idea that you just couldn't shake? One of those ones that could be life-changing, but could also be a lot of hard work. Spoiler alert, this episode is about an idea that is both of those things and so much more. I'm Mary Bolling and this is CQ University's How to Change a Life. And if you've just found this podcast, welcome. Each episode We're meeting people who made big things happen and asking them, what happens next? And yes, it's called How to Change a Life. Basically, it's what it says on the label. And now that's dealt with, let's meet Jodie. So I'm Jodie Malikita. I'm the CEO and co-founder of a catering startup called Gather, where the platform connecting people who love to cook with people that love to entertain. That's Jodie now, but... Jodie in 2017 doesn't have such a clear mission statement. A North Queenslander from way back, Jodie's studied marketing at uni, she's worked in events across Queensland and eventually lands a role at CQ University in Cairns. She loves her career, but something else keeps nudging. I think I'd always had an interest in entrepreneurship or in innovation as well. Um, And I guess that's what attracted me to marketing in the first place. I remember in high school, I loved any assignment that was kind of that creative problem thinking. That's what excited me. Through her role at CQ Uni, Jodie starts her graduate certificate in social innovation. It's flexible. It fits around work. It's an interesting thing on the side. And then suddenly it's a whole lot more. One of the subjects is all around the lean startup and entrepreneurship. Um, And the assignment was to come up with a startup, you know, and it really from that, I guess, age old, what's the problem, come up with a solution, then put it into the lean entrepreneurship framework, um, which is a great tool. And I absolutely loved it. And, you know, went on to kind of using that in startup weekends and um, kind of always recommending it to people. It's that sort of 20 minute business canvas that I hadn't really come across before. I'd always kind of associated a business plan with 50 pages and you kind of get lost in the detail and it's all hypothetical and in the end you know it's like I could have come up with more problems and solutions and I'm, I'm can't even kind of get off the ground with this so I mean I'd had the idea for a few years it had been something that and I you know I've talked to many people since I started Gather that have said the same thing it's not you know some revolutionary new concept um, I think it's probably something that everybody when they've had a dinner party has kind of thought why am I doing this? Why can't I get somebody into my house to do this all for me so I could actually enjoy? Um, And that's really how the kind of idea started. Okay, so this level of enthusiasm for a uni assignment probably isn't the standard reaction, but Jodie is excited. Like I'm sure everybody has, you know, five to 10 probably ideas that they're like, that would make a great business. And then you don't go any further with it. You kind of got to get it to the next stage to kind of before it becomes a burning desire and you kind of have to tell people about it, I think. And um, yeah, so the assignment got me to kind of actually give it a name. Like my husband and I actually sat there on a Saturday with a whiteboard in our apartment coming up with a name for it. And we registered the domain that day all as part of the assignment, but kind of also thinking, this is really cool. Like, why not 
register the domain, even if, you know, we don't go any further with it. Um, that's how it all started, putting into a business plan. And, and my lecturer kind of saying to me in the feedback on the assignment, this could actually work. Like, I think just having somebody say that to you as well, that first time that you're like, okay, it's not just some random thought. Someone's actually says there's a market for this. It's got a name. It's got a website. This is sounding serious, right? So what's next? Well, for a while, not much. The first few months after the assignment, when I put it literally back into the bottom drawer, I kind of did think about it and thought, no, I, I don't want to quit my job. I don't want to go out on my own. I've, I guess the fears were kind of still around me that, yeah, okay, one person said it's good, but it, does that really kind of validate the concept? The truth is, though, that question, what validates the concept? Well, there's only one way to find out. That's Jodie in 2019, on a stage, in a big room, pitching Gather at River Pitch Live Brisbane. And pitching was Jodie's next step to finding her answer, with a bit of pain along the way. A bit of it came down to kind of getting out there and doing the pitch competitions. And, you know, this started as a uni assignment, but then it kind of really got legs when I went to that startup weekend in early 2018 in Brisbane. Um and pitching it there and winning that and then going over to France for the finals for that. Like it, it put it out on, on stage. I couldn't avoid people knowing about it. it was, but it was a great thing because it led to opportunities. People would introduce you to other people and, you know, it was like going along to pitch nights all the time and, and it's quite uncomfortable and it takes a lot of time and effort, but it's worth it in the long run. Pitching your idea though, that's really just the entree. For Gather, the main course meant getting into the kitchen. So the assignment, to give a bit of time frame, was May 2017. Um, and then I went full-time in together in June of 2018. So I guess it took another 12 months for me to take that leap. So, I mean, it was it was tough to, to leave the uni because I'd been there for, I think, seven years at that stage and I loved it. And like I said, it was probably the one probably the one big thing stopping me was that I loved my career and I could say, you know, a longer career with the, with the university. But, you know, at the same time, they were really supportive, um, so supportive that they <laughs> booked a gathering. Um, and I kind of remember, you know, I think it was my boss um, there at the time, Mel, that, that kind of said to the VC at the time, um, I don't think we're going to get her back. They loved the experience and this is going to go gangbusters. So I remember her telling me that kind of the next day and, and that, just being really amazing to have that support and that encouragement. Um, but yeah, it was our co-founders, Nikki and Kai, that went in and cooked for the exec team. And it was the first of obviously many dinner parties to come. Okay, side note. When Jodie started her grad cert in social innovation, CQ University had just been recognised as Australia's only changemaker university with membership of Ashoka U, a global network committed to social innovation, social enterprise and social impact. In 2021, we still hold the title and there's more ways than ever to become a changemaker. Hi, I'm Steve Williams. I'm one of the program managers here at the Office of Social Innovation. Recently, Steve and our Office of Social Innovation launched iActivate, a social enterprise short course designed to take business for good from idea to impact. 
Steve says the business canvas that helped Jody get started is making a big difference for social entrepreneurs too. We really love using the business model canvas because we see it as quite separate to a business plan. So it runs in conjunction with the business plan, but it's much more of a creative tool. It enables people to have a one-page plan that they can iterate and tweak and develop and change as the business moves along. You know, if you're a social enterprise and you're not in it to make money, then you're not going to be able to create your social, environmental or cultural impact. So um, every step of the way, a social entrepreneur or a social enterprise needs to be looking at how it can compete with a mainstream business and what is it actually doing in the business world, in a business sense. Studying social innovation means Jody builds Gather with a strong focus on social purpose. That purpose is building community and connection in the most delicious way possible. So we did a lot of yummy tests. Um, and yeah, the first one that we did with an external chef through somebody that I knew was at my parents' farm and we we're sitting in the backyard having this beautiful dinner party and mum kind of looked at the house and sort of said to me did you know the story about how I designed up the house and she told me this this story about you know I would have been probably five at the time how she'd gone to her friend's house and drawn up the plans that night and she'd been given like two hours or something from dad to quickly whip up what was going to be the house but she'd had it in her head for years and they drew it up and then you know sent it off um to the to the architect and I just never heard that story before and I I kind of realized that every other dinner party that we'd have it'd be mum in the kitchen cooking and you know I'd probably be running around helping her and we wouldn't have had that moment to to sit down and kind of talk and I think that that was a defining moment in what we really do which is create memories for people we free up people to sit down in their homes and and be with their loved ones and kind of create these really cool moments that you just kind of can't have when you're out in public it's something really cool about being being in your home or you know even being away on holidays and kind of in a holiday property it's really personal and I think it brings out a lot of really special moments and there's been sort of hundreds since then um, of, of times when people have told us some really cool stories, you know, things from proposals and we're kind of in on the surprise. It's really cool. We, we kind of know, obviously, us and the chefs know beforehand, but the guests don't know. You know, they don't know they're going to get proposed to, but the chef knows. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool to be a part of those moments and be in on the surprise. So Jody and her team launched Gather in 2018 and the buzz is building. Yeah, it's called Gather and in a nutshell it connects everyday people with their own personal chef. Okay, so there are a lot of people who love their food yeah. and love their personal chef. Tell us how Gather works. So look, we've made it super simple for everybody to be able to access that private chef experience at home. And really what it comes down to is our awesome community of passionate cooks and chefs. That's Jodie on the Today Show at an outside broadcast in very windy Cairns. Gather is now in 16 locations across Australia, but Jodie has gone against the startup stereotype. She didn't move to the big smoke to make it happen. I've always kind of said a lot of our success at Gather has come because I was based in Cairns. A lot of the things that happened earlier on, you know, even things down to the opportunities with Seek Uni that led me to the study, that led me to going to America and going to some of those conferences over there, um, you know, our first investors that we had come on board um, that then led us to our second investors down in Brisbane were Cairns-based. And uh, I talked to startup, you know, my fellow founders in Sydney and Melbourne and the landscapes of getting angel investors down there is so competitive. 
that I'm not sure if we would have been successful in getting that first round of funding the way we did in Cairns. I guess, you know, being a big fish sometimes has its advantages. Um, obviously, we had to be a, you know, good company and have good prospects for them want to, to invest in us. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, everything down to it's actually more affordable to live in Cairns. So as a founder, you can kind of not take a wage for a while and invest that into growing your company. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of big things and little things, I guess, being in a regional area has kind of contributed to the success. So investors, every startup wants them, but to get them, Gather has to prove they can grow fast. And in 2019, Gather growth was going gangbusters. So Jody and her team opened a second round of seed funding. We met our investors through, I guess, the same sort of deal as the first time pitch nights, connections. Um, the co-investor in that round was the Queensland Government, the Business Development Fund. So they actually made some connections with us two investors in their kind of portfolio that they thought it might work um, well for. So um, how it kind of worked was you pitch to the government with the investor and the, invest- the government decides whether they'll also invest. Um, and so we found out if we were successful with the Queensland government co-investing in um, March 20, yeah, 2020, um, pretty much just as the pandemic was kicking in. Uh, I think everyone who lived through 2020 knows where this is going, right? That raise attracted $600,000 from private and government investors. But COVID-19 and Australian lockdowns hit business hard. And among the long, long list of restrictions for social distancing, no dinner parties. March and April were really tough months for us in terms of, you know, zero bookings, actually negative because we were making refunds. Um, We were really mindful of, um, you know, obviously we had policies where we, you know, it wasn't refundable, but these were people that couldn't come to Australia anymore. We weren't going to hold on to people's money. So we tried everything, you know, everywhere possible to kind of come to the best solution for each booking. And if that meant a refund, that was totally fine. We had to wear that. Um, The last thing we wanted to do was holding on to people's money during a pandemic. Um, But a lot of people were were really keen to postpone, which was really lovely. Most people took credits, um, but it was really amazing. You know, you had to be empathetic of people. Um, We had a responsibility to our chefs as well in our community because it was their money that we were holding on to as well. Um, and people were just amazing. I think the way that people reacted was, you know, just for both sides. They just really wanted what was best for everybody. Everyone was sort of taking care of each other, which was really, really special to see. Jodie and her team know their mission and connecting people isolated by lockdown is more important than ever. It was really hard. And so we had to come up with a creative solution um, with nobody knowing how long it would last. One of our big fears was completely losing, you know, any sort of brand awareness and traction that we'd been building up and kind of just becoming obsolete in this new world, not being able to go into people's homes and actually do dinner parties. And so, yeah, we came up with this concept of a virtual dinner party um, where, you know, the caterers that we worked with that couldn't go out and do these big events that they usually do could work with us um, to kind of create these really delicious dinner party meals and drop them to people's houses and then we'd all share in a dinner party online. So um, it probably took, you know, we had that original concept in probably April, but we really wanted to wait and not kind of jump to a pivot until we knew that lockdown was going to be lasting for a while more. And when we kind of, everyone could see that it was it was going to be a few months. 
um, we really quickly pulled that one together. I think it was in a matter of sort of two or three weeks we had it launched and then we did three over the course of last year. Um, and they were really like, it's something that was really different for us, but really cool. It opened um, it up to a whole new audience. I think we ended up with something like 800 or 900 people joining these virtual dinner parties where they'd all either be on their own or have a small group of friends if they were allowed to have people over. Um, and we would drop their dinner to them and then all share in it online. The pivot pays off. And as people emerge from restrictions, those efforts back at the start of lockdown to do the best they could by their customers, that was worth it too. We had people that had weddings booked in in different states. You know, We had someone that was meant to come to Queensland and get married in Port Douglas. That got postponed. They took a credit with us. So I think the original wedding date was April um, and then it ended up being back in Melbourne in December. So, you know, we'd gone through so many dates with them where we thought we could do it and then something would happen where we couldn't. By the time they got married, I think we all felt like we'd been part of that journey and popped a bottle. So we are back on track. We're seeing the growth that I think we were hoping to see last year. It's now starting to kind of come all together um, and we're back out there busier than ever. I think if anything, you know, what last year taught us is the importance of getting together with people and how um, not taking that for granted. Um, it's really great to see. And on the, I guess, business side of it, um, yeah, we have the investment still um, and we're able to now, I guess, put a lot of the growth strategies in place. Really for us, 2021 is the year that 2020 was meant to be. It's about Australian growth and getting um, gather out into, you know, all the capital cities and lots more locations in Australia will look to what's next beyond Australia. So New Zealand's probably our next logical step. Let's pop over there um, and then look at, at where we go from there. This year also sees Jody named CQ University's Alumnus of the Year for Early Career Achievement. And the passionate entrepreneur is keen to share the life-changing knowledge that she's gained. Absolutely. And I fully encourage anyone, find me on LinkedIn, hit me up for a meeting. Um, you know, the amount of people that had coffees or Zooms or, you know, helped me out um, and continue to, I'm always trying to kind of pay that back. That lean entrepreneurship framework really helped me to understand why you need to get out there and do it before having this perfect plan and having a perfect product. Um, that concept now that startups are like, you know, move quick and break things. I think that's Zuckerberg's famous saying. It's true. You've got to get out there and do it and learn from your audience rather than that um, what I'd kind of learnt as traditional business, which was have this big plan, have it all perfect and then go to market. Um, that's kind of the opposite way of what they say now you should do um, with businesses. And I think kind of learning that framework gave me the courage to kind of go out and do it. Great advice there from Jody Malikita, co-founder and CEO of Gather and CQ University Alumnus of the Year for Early Career Achievement. You can find more about Gather at gather.com.au or search G-A-T-H-A-R on social media. You've been listening to How to Change a Life by CQ University Podcasts. Theme music is Wings by CQ University alumnus Tristan Barton. You can check out more of his work at tristanbarton.com. If How to Change a Life has got you thinking about where you're headed, we'd love to hear. Follow CQ University across social media where you can see highlights from all our episodes and subscribe to How to Change a Life wherever you get your podcasts to hear a new story fresh every Monday. If you've enjoyed the show, we'd love you to rate and review us too. Next episode, it's another founder with a mission to get her community talking honestly about mental health. 
I think I was just in that mind frame of wanting to be better. And I, I remember thinking to myself, I found my purpose. Till then, stay safe and have a life-changing day. 